don't believe what you're telling me. In your reality, I'm a character in fiction? Yep, and I'm an actor who plays you on TV. But there's someone here I knew you had to meet. He's the man who created you for fans all over the world. And I said to Jack, what if his skin turns green? Uh, <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm looking for some guy named Stan Lee. What? Spider-Man? Uh, Pam, hold my calls for a while. I, I think I've finally gone crazy. My spider senses are starting to tingle. Just hang on to your lariat. Wonder what kind of a scene I'm getting into. And welcome to Behind the Panels, issue 130, the comic book show that needs three more people to unite the seven. I'm Richard Gray. I'm David McVeigh. Uh, David Longo. I'm Nicholas McVeigh. In this issue, X-Men Age of Apocalypse gets its Nightcrawler. Jim Starlin's Dreadstar comes to TV and Dynamite focuses on female creators and characters. Then it's Silk, the Multiversity 8, The Flash, Gotham and more and what we've been reading and watching. Also, it's another geek-related team-building challenge. Plus... Our kick-ass pick of the week, Spider-Verse, a Marvel Comics event featuring every Spider-Man, Spider-Woman, Spider-Barnyard animal and Spider-Child <laughs> ever. This is Behind the Panels. I'm going to just let that groove underneath us. Oh, <laughs> so That's the 70s Spider-Man theme. It doesn't get anywhere near enough to play. No, I, I don't think know, so. I'm actually waiting for the day that it's released on Blu-ray. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because they've yeah. released so many of the other Spider-Man stuff Apparently, over the years. Marvel hates it. Really? Yeah. So but it's Nicholas like Hammond. It he was one of the Von Trapp children. Yeah, apparently it's not very beloved. And he's, he's one of ours too. He's Australian. I think he lives in Melbourne now. He's not Australian. He lives in Australia. Oh, he lives in Australia. One of us. So he's, one of us. He's one of us now. Yeah. But that is like the grooviest thing ever. I mean, you'll find there'd be a few Spider-Man theme songs played. Maybe just a few. <laughs> throughout here. Little little clips of old and new. This just, is, this uh, is leave cr- this one playing. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It hasn't it's got like 10 seconds mm. to go. But yeah. <laughs> no, it, it, it's funny because there's been so many different versions of Spider-Man over the years, like both in comics, in TV, in film and whatnot. And, you know, rights and legal issues aside, they've used pretty much all of them. I would like to point out that yeah. in the pick of the week, they said every Spider-Man ever. That was the catch line. <laughs> That's probably the last trick saying, except for Tobey Maguire. Oh, yeah, no. Or, or that, yeah. except for Nicholas Hammond. The 70s That's Spider-Man true. was not Or used. Andrew Garfield. Or Andrew Garfield. <laughs> none, of the, none of the live action stuff, except for a Japanese one. <laughs> yeah, they don't, they don't count. <laughs> um, it should have said sorry, every yeah. animated or drawn Spider-Man. That's true. I'm, I'm a bit confused, though. Who's Andrew Garfield? <laughs> as far as I can understand, he's an orange cat who loves lasagna. <laughs> uh, now, we all know now that Spider-Man, that action is his reward. But way back in the day, he wanted a different kind of reward. Look! Incredible! A fly the size of a battleship! That flying menace has to be stopped! Come into my web, said the Spider-Man to the fly. And for saving our city, I'm giving you this medal and a cash award of 400 Pardon me. Yes, Spider-Man. Frankly, I'd rather have an orange. Spider-Man loves oranges. Eat fruit. Snack smart. You heard it here, kids. <laughs> Spider-Man, Spider-Man loves oranges. That, that's why you've never seen Spider-Man get scurvy in a single issue. <laughs> Very true. I want to point out that uh, David's drinking at the wheel. 
this week. I have to. I feel like shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's normally me <laughs> knocking one back in this show. But we, we've got a big show, so we're, we're going to whip through this stuff. We've actually got uh, – we did about 700 issues of Spider-Verse this week. Mm. Plus we read some take. new stuff. Give or take. Give or take. You, I, I've got to point out, we, you, you've heard yeah. his voice at the start here. We have Nicholas McVeigh, who you will yeah. know from NLM Productions and his amazing Lego videos. YouTube you can go Lego. check it out. I think, yeah. I think he's related to me too. I think, I think he could yeah, be. Yeah, I think you are, yeah. Your brother? <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, he's tall enough to be. He's yeah. tall enough to be your brother. This is, of course, David's son. We've had him. He's our resident Spider-Man expert. Whenever we do anything that's vaguely got a spider in the title. Uh, so if we ever just do Kiss of the Spider-Woman for no apparent reason. <laughs> <laughs> Who was not in this? Where was Raul Julia? Where, yeah, where was him? I think I fancy that name? title. Sonia Braga. Where was Sonia Braga? <laughs> That's what I... Oh yeah, I don't just Sonya read Braga? Spider-Man. <laughs> I don't just read Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can, you there can, are other superheroes, you know. You, you can leave there. at yeah. any time. Right? Well, yeah, the door's uh, <laughs> <out>. <laughs> okay, which case? We, you, we, we, we have read other things as well. I do know a lot. And <laughs> that is why I'm going to hit this button to talk about what we've been reading. Where? Looks like we got ourselves a reader. Read between the lines, bitch. That's what I'm telling you. You should read between the lines, bitch. We did. We did. I didn't actually bitch. read the books. I just read between the lines. Yeah. Which, which is a, a more challenging There's <coughs> uh, actually not a lot reading. happening. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's funny. It's just white, isn't it? It's white. But then there's just it's really like confusing, spaces, yeah. there's these confusing yeah. ones where it's all just art starting in one corner and yeah. going to the bottom. And how do you read the lines? Yeah, how do you read between weird. the yeah. panels or behind the panels when there are no panels? I wonder how we read behind the panels anyway when it's flat. You yeah. take it. We like to heal them up. Or That's the beauty of digital, man. Yeah. Ah, yeah. See, see? Layer upon layer. You use a layer. spatula. <laughs> spatula. Spatula. Ah, the Aunt Jemima yeah. treatment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, as always, when a multiversity book is out. Uh, that's the first one we talk about. Mm-hmm. And this week uh, was on Earth 10 or Earth X uh, set. This is where... Uh, <laughs> let me just let me just preface by saying Ziegheil! Ziegheil. Let me just start off by saying Hitler on the shitter uh, reading Superman comic. Fantastic. Uh, now this was guys. the now Nicholas is not read I'm this not yet. I'm not up to date with this. So. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Nazis. I hate these guys. Hitler on the shitter. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I love, I love that the Grant Morrison has, has said like you know this is basically the pilot and you can do what you want with it after this. So <laughs> <laughs> the adventures of Hitler in the toilet. Um, but yeah, so basically it's where the baby. Uh, Superman as a baby landed in uh, Nazi-occupied Czechoslovakia in 1939 and uh, went on to help them win the war. And Became the Overman. And mm. Became the Overman and uh, went from there. And I like then, it was the Underwater Man and the Overman. And Leatherman. <laughs> Leatherman. Leather Leather Wing. Leather Wing. Leatherman was from Can't Stop the Music. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was in the village people. <laughs> <laughs> but Magic yeah, so, night. <laughs> so look, I, I'm going to say, look up front. This was my least favorite um, of the uh, the multiversity today. Well, I actually was. I actually quite liked it. Yeah. It, was, it had shades of Red Sun all the way through. Mm. Um, and Red Sun, I really, really like, which is where he was yeah. raised in Soviet Russia. Da, um, da. And I, I, I like that. That. Dynamic. I love the fact that the thing that. Start again, David. That's the Jack Daniels talking. No. <laughs> the thing it's I actually cold. the thing I actually really <laughs> like about <laughs> this book is I like the dynamic of Overman, uh, basically now racked with guilt over the Holocaust. Yeah. yeah. So now it's we're now like we're where's it set sixty seven. Well, it's now whatever? set now. I think, oh, now, I think we yeah. catch up. And to, basically, yeah. he's he's 
he's now in the position where they're the dominant species. They've won. They're, they've taken over the world. But, but now he's thinking back to that period of time, which he wasn't actually there. Because yeah. there's that one panel where it says, I've been, I've been gone for three years. What have you done? Yeah, yeah. You know? And it's like, yeah, I, I like that aspect of it. That's my favorite aspect mm. of it. I think I just found the whole Nazi thing just less than compelling to me. Did you say you read this, Dave? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I you, like this. You like this? Yeah. yeah. So uh, For me, I, it's like kind of really cool because it's kind of in line with like Schuster and Siegel's original version of Superman. Yeah, like I know Prior to it was the written Superman. kind of thing, like the Ubermensch. Yes. Like the, yes, yes, yes. the nature kind of idea yeah. of the, the Superman. The if you ever Superman. see, read not not the not the Action Comics one, like before that there is a mm-hmm. um, uh, couple of panels and you'll see, you'll find these online. If you look mm. at the Wikipedia entry, I think, of Superman, you'll see that that version of it. You're right. It's yeah. absolutely like that. Interesting with the it's art. It's just kind of interesting because it is. It is kind of like an alternate world. Like literally. Yeah, yeah. It literally is. And I think maybe that's why I kind of was a bit disappointed because the last three books have been so meta. Mm. And maybe this is what you liked about it, Dave. Maybe, yeah. yeah. It's the a the little last bit more straightforward. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, and I kind of liked the really wrapped up thing that he's done the last couple. Interesting with the art. Jim Lee did the art on this, mm. so it was a big, it was going to be a big really flagship. Did you see the sheer number of inkers that were on this? Yeah. Which yeah. gives you an idea of Jim Lee's workflow and, and why some people are questioning, mm. why is he still getting work? <laughs> <laughs> because clearly he's he's not. But his art you know, is fantastic. His art is great. And it is, his art, because of it is almost a perfect um fit for something that's a, a fascist regime totally, because it is yeah. that very yeah he likes gold and though. this is I guess the first multiversity issue that's really close to the DC that we know yes yeah, know? yeah 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 and so having Jim Lee I kind of think helps that yes because it's kind of just basically the the mirror universe yeah. of, of um, to use a Star Trek yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. It's, well, it's, it's very Red Sun it's and a, there's it's that a there's that famous concept. like uh, Philip K Dick story the Man in the High Castle and I guess that's just been adapted into a um, Amazon TV that's series. true yeah and yeah, that yeah. kind of like what if Germany had won the war where would we be now and I guess just Nazis I hate those guys yeah you there's know actually, there's, there's actually a, there's actually a, <laughs> a Rutger Hauer guys, film guys. that is like that as well guys okay. Nazis back in the nineties yeah they can't see because they're Nazis. The Nazi yeah. party. The Nazi party. Yeah. 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 No, right, we there should. Was, there was a, uh, I was just in reference to that, Dave. There's a um, Rutger Hauer film made in the, I think it was very early 90s, mm. which I cannot remember what it was called for the life of me. But basically, it was set in the 60s or 70s, I believe, which was What If Germany Had Won? Yeah, right. And Maybe Rutger Hauer is now an SS adapted. cop. Basically, yeah, you know, he's sure. a detective, but he's a member of the SS. Ah, okay. Maybe it's adapted from the same material. It might be. Yeah. And isn't there a Twilight Zone episode, I think, like this as well? Or Possibly. maybe in the film? Or Outer in Limits, the, maybe? In the film? No, not in the film. No. Not in the film. Could be in Outer Limits, though. So. I don't know. Mm. Anyway. Wasn't Star Trek's Bread and Circuses, that episode? Was it not Bread and Circuses? There was a original series Star Trek, I'm sure they did some Nazi Yeah, well, stuff. there's one where they go back to the Nazis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, they went back in time, did yeah, they? they? I thought there was time. a flip yeah, universe. Um, the Silk number one also came out this week, but I think maybe we'll hold off on that until we've spoken about Spider-Verse. Probably a good idea. Because it is kind yeah, of like a sequel good. to that. Um, there's, a couple I, there's one I want to mention before we talk about ones that you've read, Dave. Um, Secret Identities number one came out this week. Did anyone else get a chance to read this mm. one? No, this is uh, Jay Fairber and uh, Brian Joins. Uh, Brian Joins, you will know his name from Krampus that yes, we did yes. uh, late last year. And this is um, this 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 super team that comes together and then this new member helps them out and they let him join. But then you find out very early on in the book that he's actually in there just to infiltrate the super team and learn all their secrets. Right, right. And, but the rest of the book is actually about their secret identities. It actually really is about what they do when they're not being... Um, 
superheroes. Oh, cool. And there's one who's like a speedster. Yeah. Um, and he uses his superpowers, his superpower of speed, to basically have an entire her wife and an entire family on separate coasts and, <laughs> and go back and forth between them. And it's like the seedy underbelly of superheroes. So the, the shades, That's great. the but shades of Watchmen that, in there. Yeah. And there's another one who kind of like keeps people in his basement for reasons we don't know yet. So there's all this oh, sort of I'll have like. To catch up with so this. it's definitely one worth looking at. And where they leave the twist in the first episode, uh, the first issue rather, um, I really want to see where it goes next. So definitely want to check out. That's a I want to say that's a Boom Studios one. That one could be it Image. Kind of vaguely sounds um, like Boom Studios. Yeah, it's, it's, sort of thing it's either do. Boom or Image. It's, yeah, one it's like um, that Superbia book that came out a couple of years yeah, ago as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was a good yeah. book. I yeah, I remember that, that one. Yeah, yeah that yeah, was. It's like, it's like a different spin on the whole superhero. Yeah. That was Gra- Grace of... Randolph's one, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the, the Image series, I think it's called Ultra. Yeah. I've never read it, but yeah, apparently that's that, been long running for like 25, 30 years and. That's okay. kind of supposed to be something similar along, along these Definitely lines. Definitely have to check that one yeah. out then, yeah. No, but uh, this one's great. David, you reminded me that Bitch Planet 3 came out oh, this yeah. week. Oh, yeah. What, <laughs> what an issue. Well, this, this all concentrated on the one character, yeah. which was Penny or Penelope. Uh, who Benny. we remember that you remember from the previous the um, big woman, the big woman who, like in the previous issue, was in the background, like just fighting off people, <laughs> and they were just piling on her, and she was throwing them off and stuff. And she had this whole fight sequence in the very far back of the panel. This is basically her life story. Well, apparently, I was reading the back matter in the book, and according to Kelly Sudeconic, mm. oh, we, we talked to her. Um, yeah. she actually talked. <laughs> she actually talked. That's what I said, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. No, I was saying. Yeah. Kelly, Kelly, so your first name basis. Yeah, we don't have to mention to Connie. Um, <laughs> she actually uh, talks about the fact that every third issue is going to be a different, oh, okay. a different artist and a okay. slightly different take on it. That's and interesting. And then the, the main artist comes back for every first and second issue of the cycle. That's really nice. Um, so this is the third. Uh, so I really like the art on this one because it had that really It has that like, old style comic book, it three looks color like, printing. It looks like the stuff they're doing with... Um, Oh god, what's that book? Um, uh, the Hip Hop Family Tree. It's yeah, the exact yeah. same sort of art that they're using. It's using on that. the the pointillated art and yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. The bende dots and all that. Sort yeah, of stuff yeah. It's there. really, really good. And I, I, I don't want to spoil it for anybody who's going to read it, but the punchline or the sting in the tail of this is superb because yeah. the whole thing is about the fact that in this theoretical perfect world outside of the prison, she is fat and doesn't fit within the norm and they're basically trying to say wanton obesity yeah, wanton <laughs> obesity and they're trying to find out what is her problem so they can fix her and they've put <laughs> electrodes on her and it's all these flashbacks over her life and the electrodes are supposed to show her what she her inner self is supposed to look like and the punchline is fantastic oh it's absolutely wonderful I loved it and it was uh, uh, the character peels with laughter and so will you so it's, mm. it's wonderful look I, I read Batgirl 39 I, see, I threw, it out, it? There. I, see, I threw <laughs> it out there and said, that's also coming out. You threw it out there. I yeah. agree with you, David. Yeah. <laughs> that was so dismissive. <laughs> so that, yeah, that, I read Batman. Yeah, I read no, Batman. no, I, I, well, I said I'd given up on it. I said that I'd given it three issues, and that was it. I was out. It was just not my cup of tea. But I wanted to read it, and this is interesting because it's still it's still not my cup of tea. But they actually directly address the problems in the book. And the ending of this maybe indicates that Barbara Gordon is not herself or that somebody, you know, that her personality... One can only hope. <laughs> uh, but so I don't know whether it's backpedaling, but... The retcon. The, oh, yeah, complete mm. retcon. Except as, as, as Richard pointed out, it's selling well. So why yeah. would they want to retcon it? 
you know. But more to the point, Black Canary pulls her aside and says, "This is you're, you're not the person I know. The Batgirl I know, the Barbara Gordon I know, wouldn't be checking a phone every five minutes mm. and worrying about stuff." So this is totes. this is the totes. Yeah. Also, it's getting better or Best worse. Or? Well, it's about the same, but they're recognizing that there's something wrong because Black Canary's still got a, a rock band, and I'm like, when did oh. that happen? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. it's kind of pretty cool. Though. Yeah. yeah. I know what happened though. I'll Some admit, team yeah. just wrote the comic book. It's some It's actually. I know exactly what happened. So. Grant Morrison, <laughs> a writer and an artist, made a book. Yeah, <laughs> crazy that, right? Okie dokie. So that's what we've been reading. But oh, we've can, I just, oh, wait, can I just briefly yeah. mention um, Future's End? Oh, you, yeah, yeah. I didn't read it this week. Still no, it? I am yeah, still reading yeah. it. It's not this week. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah, this latest issue was awesome. I'll just leave it at that because we can't spoil 42. No, that's true. Yeah. There is one other book that came out this week that we talked oh, there's about. There's a few other books that came out this eight. week. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's eight. I forgot to put it in my notes. Eight yeah. is an amazing new book by Raphael Albuquerque. Oh. Uh, yeah, this is uh, the American vampire guy. Yeah. The best artist in comics. Like, absolutely yeah. one of the best artists in comics. And he co-writes this one as well. Um, and it's a phenomenal book. This is an kind intriguing of, opening. It's so. it's a it's a, um, uh, a what do you call it? A time travel book. It's kind of like the the the, the, the time travel pioneers, and it's um, it's one guy sent back in time, and because he's got memory loss as a result of the time travel process, our experience of the book is the same as his experience. Yeah, yeah. So we're kind of finding stuff out and the memory flashes he gets, we're kind of learning new bits of information as it goes along. The art is amazing, but what I want to point out uh, from the very, very start of this book, uh, they make a point that the colour is going to be a huge part of this book. He says, the past is green, the present is purple, the future is blue, the meld is something entire, uh, something else entirely. And I love the fact that he uses colour so distinctly because so few people use colour in that way mm. in a comic book um, to, to actually differentiate between periods and times and moods and and, all, and tone and all those sorts of things. And you feel like that's going to play an important part to the plot where you'll have to – because even just one point, you just see his watch is green and that's the only bit of green you see mm-hmm. in the entire book. And and when the oh, – without spoiling too much, at the end when some people turn up with their rather unique creatures – um, they've got little splashes of red on their face as well, and that leaves a real, real impact as well. This is, as you said, a really, really intriguing opening. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm very interested to see where this goes. Yeah, so eight is is probably my big recommendation for the week. Yeah, and you almost forgot I it. almost forgot it because I could put it in, my, in the show notes. Because you had to talk about Batgirl. So I had to talk about Batgirl, of course. Uh, so I'm going to get in a hook afterwards. And That looks and, unreal. I can't believe yeah. that just passed me by. Yeah, look, it's it's it's, it's, kind of, it's out through Dark Horse, um, so uh, it's not out through like his, the channels that he normally yeah, works yeah. with so you would have thought you would have it's gone also not on comicsology it's not on comicsology because dark horse does their own exactly you have to get it separately so through. it's not yeah. like it's not like something you're just going to find by accident you no. got to go seeking this out that's so. right uh next week uh, i want to check out black hood number one by uh it's, it's going to be coming out from archie comics and it's a just complete reinvention of it it's part of the sort of darker line that they're doing at the moment when so, is the new archie coming out i, uh, I was looking this. this up it's coming out later this year so they're still they're finishing up the last couple now and uh, they're really like just playing with I it. I am at the dying moment. to read the new. Archie. Yeah, yeah. No, it's later this year. So uh, Fiona Staples is said she's going to only doing the first three issues, so she can continue doing um, saga. saga. So basically, she gets three months off to do those those right, three issues, right. and then they come back to Saga. Um, Black Hood, as I said, is coming out. Batman Thirty Nine, which is the continuation of the Endgame storyline. Uh, Curb Stomp is a new book coming out from Boom, and that looks really cool. 
Um, Suiciders is a big one that's coming out next mm. week from uh, Vertigo. Oh, yeah. And that's Lee Bermejo is oh, yeah. uh, writing and uh, doing the art for that one. And we love his stuff from Joker and Batman Noel and those kind of things. So yeah, he's I've read really... the first six pages of that. Yeah, yeah it's, it's been in the back of almost yeah, like, every... I think every future end uh, and DC uh, Almost comic. every DC book yeah. comic this, this last month, they've been putting the first six pages of it, which is interesting because I'm pretty sure it's a Vertigo book. So they've oh, been really? putting a, a Vertigo preview yeah, okay. in the back of all their... What's interesting uh, is Bermejo's books do a lot because remember Noel was featured like that hell yeah. in the year it came that's out that's right it did yeah. too um, I guess this is why we read it com- yeah. it's just confidence in it I suppose well I mean, they're and put the thing it is his, art, his artwork book. is phenomenal his, yeah. his, art, his painted artwork is yeah, just, it's just flagship phenomenal. stuff but of course next week we'll be definitely looking at there's a book called Dave coming out next week we have to look at <laughs> Dave's not here um, <laughs> but it's D4VE but it's Dave um, uh, but it's actually got four in the title. It's one of those things. Maybe it's Dave Four. Fantastic. Um, fantastic. <laughs> fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, Orphan Black number one is it IDW? Is it based off of, of the IDW uh, series? Of course, yeah. it's IDW. W, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but of course, following on from this week's show, Amazing Spider-Man fifteen is Yay. the epilogue to Spider-Verse. I need to read it. And oh, uh, yeah. Spider Gwen number one is coming out next week as well, which I'm looking forward to. You know, somehow to. they had to bring Gwen Stacy <laughs> back into the Marvel. Spider Gwen is legit. It though, <laughs> I, cool. I think it's yeah. it's amazing. It, it is it's brilliant. amazing, and what it's makes like, it amazing is like constantly keep referencing how we all think it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess we'll get back to that, I suppose. Now, very quickly, um, I've been watching you a la 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 long, a la 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 long, 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 long. Bunch of stuff came out this week. I'm just going to stop everything. I'm going to quickly mention two shows so I don't have to talk about them as much as I can talk about the other shows. Walking Dead. A little disappointed this week. It was the first episode uh, where it's kind of really slowed things what? down. The Walking Dead. Uh, it was that? a show you used to watch when oh, you were okay. younger, dear. Um, <laughs> you've probably forgotten about it now. Look, it's been phenomenal. Like season five has been absolutely like the best it's been since like season one, really. And uh, or season three, whenever it was last good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> no, but it's been really, really, really top shelf stuff. And this, 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 this was a rare stumble. I thought this week, Gotham. I have to talk about this. I know none of you are watching this. Well, some of you out there in the in uh, in. Well, uh, somebody must be watching it. It's been picked up. Yeah. So, so or someone out there in headphone land must be listening to it. But Gotham. They introduced a character this week. Who uh, they introduced the Graysons, like the flying Graysons, the the parents, and like it was a love story of them getting together. <laughs> of course. And, uh, <laughs> well, they, but they introduced it yeah. because there was a murderer, and there's spoilers. There's a kid that, that turns up. I always it, wondered it, how Robin was born, though. Like, was, <laughs> what, was it two people? There's gonna, be a whole, there's gonna be a whole episode showing the conception. <laughs> I'd watch that. Yeah. Oh, on, on, oh, while, oh, while they're doing about trapeze. the childbirth. <laughs> While they're doing trapeze. While they're doing trapeze. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that'd be, that'd be freaking awesome. It just awesome. falls out of her. But, but uh, the big revelation that they had this week was they introduced a character who um, had some severe mummy issues and killed somebody. And at the end, he was like, well, of course I killed them. And it was like this kid. And he started laughing. and had the big grin on his face. And he started laughing maniacally. And it was like, oh, he's a bit of a joker. Yeah. And... If that is his origin story, if they're hinting that that is the Joker, it's basically a, a psycho kid with mummy issues, and it's kind of takes some of the magic of the Joker Get away. But, these uh, scars. Uh, so he's kind of got, he had a little bit of uh, find out next week. <laughs> 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 Uh, he actually turns the camera and <laughs> yeah, says that. He, he just winks. <laughs> yeah, uh, but it, it's kind of that's that's kind of that's what Gotham does. It's been sort of robbing the magic of a few of the characters. But you know, I'm not going to judge the show on what it might do. We don't know that. That's you know, it was a good episode without without that. But 
The Flash. Actually, before week. The Flash. Okay, before The Flash. Let's talk about Arrow. Let's because, talk about Arrow. Because yeah. Flash is going to suck the oxygen out of okay. the room. Let's do Arrow, Peggy, and then... Uh, yeah, okay, yeah. that's fair. All right, good. So, Arrow, uh, they go back to the island. Yeah. Okay. And um, in the yeah. flashbacks, ironically... <laughs> but we got to go back. No, we need to go part. back. This no, is no, the best no. part. No, in but the in the flashbacks, they actually go to Starling City. They're going back to an island and there's flashbacks. And there's flashbacks, yeah. <laughs> so basically, long, long story short, uh, um, Merlin sends them to the island because they need just to... messes with them. They need to get trained, basically. Is they need to find mean. his killer instinct. Killer instinct. And, of course, releases Deathstroke onto the island. The hatch and the numbers and pretty much yeah, there, yeah. Is a hatch. Yeah, yeah. there really there is really yeah, is a hatch. hatch. Yeah, there there is is a <laughs> See you on the other side. Um, over. <laughs> overall, yeah, it was okay. Yeah, it, it was okay. It was, it was an averageish episode given about given that we watched the Flash first. It was quite strong, which is, was a very strong episode. I want to quickly mention the penultimate episode of Peggy Carter because yeah. Peggy Carter was. <laughs> Yeah. No, that was a great episode. It, yeah, was, it was really a, good. a phenomenal episode. And if you're not up to date with this series, get up to date with it. We're not looking at sp- you, Dave. Yeah, yeah, no. We're actually not uh, going to spoil anything to do with Peggy Carter. It's please. only eight episodes when it's finished. Yeah. We are going to record a special yes. on the eight episodes, which will do spoilers yes. in it. This is stellar TV. Mm. <laughs> this is TV be... 101. <laughs> well, no, this is TV 101. <laughs> this is what... What Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. wants to be. Yeah. It is what sensational. It what it, what it quite format, easily could have though. been. And it could have been. So what was that, Nicholas? short format might actually be working for it, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah well. I agree. Yeah. I agree. And I think, let's face it, I mean, Hayley Atwell is, God, she's good. Mm. There's, there's a dramatic scene in this episode yeah. where they talk about an item. Oh, yes. Yeah. And, and her emotional turn. Her emotional yeah. turn is phenomenal. Yeah. This girl but is very talented. It's actually funny you should mention that, Nicholas, because it's always the problem I've had with American television. Yeah. Which is that the insist- watch it now? Yeah. Yeah, well, <laughs> oh no, watch it now. The insistence, the insistence that every season has to be twenty two, twenty three episodes agree, long, yeah. which means no matter how good a series is, there's always half a dozen episodes which just feel like filler. Mm. Uh, you know? Star Trek actually had a term yeah. for that. Star Trek used like to a clip show. They, <laughs> Star Trek yeah. used to refer to them as bottle shows. Mm. Bottle yeah. shows. So yeah. there was the ongoing shows that actually had greater scope, and then there were bottle shows which were self-contained yeah. within the ship, didn't cost very much. <laughs> yeah. And you always know it because it's always like you know one character's like, "Yes, well, I'll see you when I get back from my vacation." <laughs> <laughs> it's like, right? So you filmed that three weeks ago. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, and American shows are full of a lot of bottle yeah. shows. Yeah. So. And which is the problem, which is the problem. And not only do they do that, they stretch it out over the course of the year. Nowadays, we nowadays refer to it as Freak of the Week. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. if they, like, you, you, Peggy Carter's kind of come out strong with good ratings and kept those ratings pretty much for all eight episodes because we know there's an end point and we know yeah. uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. will come back and that'll be the end Sorry, point. Sorry, I just love how so. Gotham's up to episode 16 and yeah. they're like, is this the Joker? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the interesting thing is I read. <laughs> and I read technically, <laughs> Agent Carter is a prequel show, but it's yeah. so good. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Works. Yeah, 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 that's true. Yeah. Interestingly enough, I also read something online that said, and we don't know how accurate it is, we'll know next week, uh, but basically the Agent Carter one-shot that was released, yes. somebody had actually questioned where that falls into this yeah, yeah, because yeah. it doesn't seem to fall into this. The creator of the show has apparently, I haven't read it firsthand, but has apparently <laughs> said that Agent Carter the series Ends at but they the one fly, I'm sure they flash back yeah, to that did, in actually. the opening yeah. episode. There's like you get flashbacks from Steve Rogers crashing. You get little bits of her 
just doing stuff from stuff, kicking yeah. ass from yeah. that. And that was her kind of taking one of the calls secretly. And that was kind of, and that's when Howard Stark calls her up. Yeah, but see, Howard Stark is not actually a wanted oh, man. Oh, that's anymore. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, no, so fair the, enough. And, and remember that she has a different boss in that one shot. That's yeah. true. So the guess is that we're actually leading up to that one that's shot. That's true because, yeah, we're yeah, we in the spoiler yeah, territory. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> whoa. Right. Yeah, what if Peggy was just a clone in Winter Soldier? <laughs> 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 and the real one's frozen. We yeah, get to, we get to thaw her out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I thaw her. Out. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> of course, Fini- you finish, finish your Jack, David. <laughs> we'll get, we're going to get on to. We're going to get on to some news headlines. <laughs> Cody Smith McPhee has been cast as the young Nightcrawler in X Men. Age of Apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we have a thing I for that going one. Yet. Uh, Jim Starlin's space opera Dreadstar will head to the Universal Cable Network with Starlin serving its executive producer and writer. The sculptor Scott McCloud's first graphic novel has been picked up by Sony Pictures and producer Scott Rudin. Titan Comics plans a crossover between the 10th, 11th, and 12th Doctors in August ahead of its this year's Doctor Who Comics Day on August 15th. How many times can we milk it? Marina <laughs> McCarran will join Fox's Deadpool as the female lead. Deadpool also adds Gina Carano to its cast, playing a character by the name of Angel Dust. And speaking of milking things, Deadpool. <laughs> yes. uh, Mark Wade will write Justice Inc. The Avenger beginning in June for Dynamite. Dynamite has also announced a Swords of Sorrow event, crossing over many of their female characters. Do they have any other kind? And <laughs> featuring creators Marguerite Bennett, Leah Moore, uh, Margaret Scott, G. Willow Wilson, and more. Robert Kirkman's series Outcast has gotten a series order from Cinemax and features Patrick Fugit, Philip Glenister, and Gabriel Bateman in the cast. Glad I'm not the only one. <laughs> After a three-year break, Stan, uh, Stan Saki's long-running Usagi Yojimbo is returning to shelves in May. And finally, Fox's ordered a pilot for an adaptation of Vertigo's Lucifer with Underworld's Len Wiseman directing. Is this um, when Lucifer's a child? Possibly. (laughs) I think that name should have been Sakai, by the way. Yes. (laughs) That's the Jack Daniels talking. That's the Jack Daniels talking. (laughs) That's the Coke. Uh, Now, finally, a bit of a talking point. We have to talk about this photo that says that has a very shaggy looking (laughs) it has a shaggy looking homeless man on it and says, um, untie the seven. No, wait, unite the seven. All I can say is give the rights back to Marvel. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so this is supposed to be Aquaman. This is supposed to be Arthur Curry. It looks like it looks like it looks like it looks like a, a Conan reject. Well, apparently, I, I want to know how he is a Conan reject. <laughs> literally, <laughs> can you tell me how tattooing works underwater? <laughs> and why doesn't the armor just sink him? That's true. Because it's that's magic. Comic, no, you know what's hilarious well. though? I can't oh, wait yeah, to yeah. see that yeah, except, swim. Though. Yeah, except his yeah. armor in the comic books is kind of like scales, and it kind of yeah. looks like yeah. it would yeah, that's sleek. True. He's, He's got tattooed. metal plates on. He looks here. like a barbarian. <laughs> He is a barbarian. Obviously, they can tattoo underwater, but they can't cut is hair. He, is he wearing jeans? It looks that way. <laughs> and, and guys, guys, it's because he has a little tiny A. That means he's Aquaman, right? <laughs> Where's the? I don't even see the A. Yeah, right? on his belt. Oh, if you I look see, at his yeah. belt, it's that's awesome. the Atlantean symbol. No, you, no, 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 you no. Me. That's the Atlantean symbol. Well, yeah. um, I'd like to point oh, okay, out. I'd I'm like sorry. to point out that yeah. nobody's complaining about his nipples on his costume. No. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're rubber nipples. <laughs> Stop rubbing that, Richard. <laughs> <laughs> the nipples or the. <laughs> 
I love how he's got a whole bunch of love hearts on him. Yeah. Oh, the police. And I like that they put, they put Unite the Seven over it so no one can Photoshop Someone it into should, it. <laughs> Someone should take that photo and then put like um like jewels in his hair. Yeah. <laughs> like little little trinkets. And uh, no, we should say, already, uh, oh, no, there have been so it. many. We uh, should say the memes have started. The memes already. have started. So yeah. they've got things My like. My favorite is Snow White, which says Unite Night the Seven. seven. <laughs> they've got like Superman is like destroy the city. Um, uh, make a cameo. Make with a cameo. Woman. I even made a meme. <laughs> yeah, your meme was great. Yeah. What was your meme? Again? Unite the Lego. Oh, yeah. Unite the Lego yeah, was Lego good. Alchemy. I did one with Superman, yeah. which is break the necks. Yeah. Uh, 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 what's it? What's the Batman one? Um, oh, cry about stuff. Cry about stuff. <laughs> I had um suck it in. <laughs> I recognition of Batman. My parents dead. <laughs> But I mean that's 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 the, that's what happened as a result of this and ruined and the franchise. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's another one. I think it. it looks pretty cool though. I, I don't know. I'm I'm in Look, I'm a, in with it. It's a striking image. It's just not. Mm. It's, it's aesthetically pleasing. Uh, and he looks it, like a villain from. He a does. He probably will be a villain. In well, this. yeah, you're right. Because if they do the kind of like Atlantis Warry kind of thing, maybe Atlantis is the kind of thing that brings the other Justice Leagues together. Yeah. And he, he looks more like Aquaman's brother yeah. than Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Zack Snyder only knows two words though: cool and awesome. So, yeah. so that, that this this is what that'll be: I, I also cool to, and awesome. I also wanted to mention that why is it yeah. so oh, grey? Yeah. Why is it so grey? Oh, but that's because uh, Zack Snyder strips color. all color from everything. Yeah, no, no, yeah. that's just my complaint of all the images. They're that's, all so grey. It's like are you, that's one to, to Zack Snyder's credit. He doesn't see color. No, yeah. he doesn't. He's and there's not, no humor. He, and there's no humor in the DC universe. Remember, not allowed. So our jokes now. I laugh. Dead at the mouth. Yeah, all yeah that's right. Just get rid of all of those. <laughs> and this jokes. movie's going to be special either way, whether it's good or bad. So it's going to be very yeah. special. Yeah. <laughs> I hope it's good though. <laughs> I really want it to be good. Boy, you Just are an optimist, movie? aren't you? I'm very, I'm very sleepy today, so I kind of feel like it's all right. Zach you know, Sna- like- Zack Snack Snyder, short bus special. <laughs> Justice League short bus. But, oh, I would pay. Oh man, I'd be there in a heartbeat. Damn good money. Do you think it's Keep time? The Trident at home. Do you think it's time we should <laughs> we should talk about the thing we came here to talk yeah, about? Yeah, why not? Let's do it. Well, see how you like this. What is it, Batman? Whatever it is, it's it's awfully funny. <laughs> it's the pick of the week. Peter Parker is Spider-Man, but he's not the only one. When a group of beings known as the Inheritors begin to hunt the spider totems of the multiverse, all of the spiders of the many worlds must band together to stop the forces of evil. This is a Marvel Comics event. This is Spider-Verse. Summoned the Elf Man for that. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Isn't it a great score, though? It's an yeah. amazing awesome. score, yeah. That was, of course, those of you who are lost at home, uh, that's the Danny Elfman score for Spider Man 2. Yeah, the good ones. The, the ones <laughs> they used to make. <laughs> I love that you're 15 and you're reminiscing <laughs> about. 
films made in 2004. It's brilliant. I watched that movie so much when I was like two or something. Yeah. yeah. I was like. Those were the days. They were the days, weren't they? You got cynical way too fast, Nicholas. <laughs> this is this is Spider-Man. I remember this the is- poster for Spider-Man 2, seeing that in the theatre lobby. Yeah. And it was just Doc Ock, the back of Doc Ock. I remember the front. Yeah. The, oh, man. Yeah. The excitement for Spider-Man 2 and was be- insane. And it's because it probably the- still hasn't been matched. No. Like any of the movies that have come out today, like we're, we kind of know what, what to expect. What did that microphone ever do to you? <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I'm re- I feel like I'm on cough medicine or something. I'm really, really Yeah, would you like some Jack Daniels? <laughs> Please, pass it over. No, but I was just going to say like, like the, yeah, the excitement for Spider-Man at that point was ridiculous. Yeah, no, it was. Yeah, Spider-Man yeah. 2 was, was a hype machine. Those was, movies yeah. were way better than, than they're kind of given credit for as well. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think, unfortunately, good as well. Yeah. Well, the first two are really good, and I think the first Mm. one's a great origin story. The second one is just an almost perfect superhero film. Yeah, I'm going to be really controversial here. (gasps) I didn't hate the third one. Well, the thing is, the third yeah, one. Neither did I. It wasn't actually that I, terrible. No, I, didn't I disliked it a lot, so I, I will be the outlier in this group, I guess. <laughs> well, I, say I didn't think it was because the first two, but I didn't hate it. But but I think for, for most people now, that entire trilogy is tainted by the perceived memory of that third one. Yeah, but you know see, what I, mean? I never had yeah. that perceived memory to start with, so I didn't. No, no, no. Yeah. But I'm saying that the public. It's like it's kind of one of those things when everyone tells you the movie's terrible. You know, you kind of just remember it that way. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. It's just, and and then uh, that just happens to people. But this uh, book we're doing this week is, of course, uh, promises to bring together every Spider-Man ever. Now it doesn't do that because it doesn't. From a wire. It doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't do the 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 live action ones, but it makes a pretty damn good attempt at it. I'm um, amazed they didn't put a Lego Spider-Man in there. Actually, yeah. Oh, I didn't Was even think about that. Was there ever actually a Lego Spider-Man? Book though, oh, no. the game though. No, but there was a game. There were Lego covers. Yeah, that's kind, oh, of, that's kind of stretching it though, so. I suppose. Yeah, that's true. They but that, look, they made a pretty decent attempt to bring in every version that they they had. And when we get to our top five list, I'm mm. going to mention a few of the the crazier selections that I <laughs> that I quite enjoyed. But when you when you look at this, you can trace the origins of the series back at least as back as far as the Superior Spider-Man books. Yeah. Um, but I think you can go back a little, and they in, when they rebooted Amazing Spider-Man after that. You, you introduce Silk and, and into that, and that kind of laid the groundwork for all of this. Uh, you can even go back uh, even further than that, that they make mention of Spider Island and they make mention of previous things. For me, and I just wanted to play this clip really quickly because I've been waiting for a book like this since back in 94, you know, in, in the mid to late 90s when uh, Spider the probably the best Spider-Man animated series was on, which was the, the 90s animated series. And they had a two-part series called, I think, Spider Wars. Oh, yeah. Um, that was a which, great episode. Yeah. Which was amazing. Yeah. And they crossed over everything. I just wanted to play a quick uh, reminder of that for people. Am I going mad? This is the one that's supposed to be our leader? Give me a break. I should be in charge of this group. I'm the real Spider-Man. I don't know what kind of mind game this is, but I'm the real Spider-Man. The real Peter Parker. Guess again. See, Pete, old buddy, we're just as genuine as you are. But how can that be? Madam Webb says that we're each from different dimensions. Reality is like a river that splits off into many parallel tributaries. These Spider-Men are from parallel realities, each as legitimate as yours. They are all you, with some slight difference. You mean to tell me that... You all share my life? And my spider powers? <clears throat> well, uh, not quite all of us. I don't have your life or your powers. So who are you then? You wouldn't believe me if I told you. 
<laughs> and that that gets into I think that was that that character relates to the clip we played at the very top of the show. Yeah. Mm. Um, that was the original Spider Verse. The original yeah. Spider Verse on yeah. TV. Yeah. On, and that's where it happened. And and there was actually a Spider Verse TV series that sort of came out around this time on Ultimate Spider Man Web Warriors, which oh, I'll yeah. play a little bit of later as well. I've heard about um, that. But for me, like that memory, like an almost twenty year old memory of that show, it, it's something that I've wanted to see happen in the comic books because. Personally, I'm a sucker for a crossover. Mm. I'm a sucker for anything that has multiple universes and parallel Earths. So this is the book that I've been wanting to see for ages and I was not disappointed at all. Uh, Nicholas, you, you probably read this before any of us. Yeah, I started at, like when it started actually. Yeah, Yeah, and yeah. so you'd been reading Spider-Man up until this point and there were hints, weren't there, coming yeah. through about Yeah, it was this. like uh, stuff like um, Superior, Spider- Superior Spider-Man, I was actually... Um, no, actually, sorry, I'm off track again. Um, <laughs> um, in Superior Spider-Man, he actually disappeared for a little while. That's right. And then yeah. he came back, and it's like, what happened? And then they actually answered that in the event and all that. Because they actually yeah. brought back two issues after Superior yeah. Spider-Man had finished at issue 30 or 31. They brought back issue 32 and 33 yeah. just to kick off this yes. event. And it was just so that. confusing, yeah. It was yeah, like, it was. Yeah. And people said, why are they doing this? And then you realize yeah. it's because they were laying the groundwork. And what I like about those issues and what I like about these Superior Spider-Man in this event is all the way through it. Octavius actually believes that this is a Spider-Man from before. Yeah, from the past. He, he, yeah. From the past, yes. from before he took over, because of course Octavius could never lose. No. Also, he didn't have his <laughs> memories as well. Yeah. Yeah, so he didn't know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and then which leads to a great confrontation in the series as well. Mm. The What could have happened in this book, I guess, was that it could have been a complete mess. Mm, it could have yeah. been just sandwiching in characters from wherever you can. And we've seen Marvel do it badly. A little bit how I yeah. think Spider Island is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that <laughs> no, was you different haven't actually again. read it, but you know. No, whatever. I haven't read it, but no. yeah, that's why it's Spider Island, isn't it? Was, it? Like people get Spider Man. They all get Spider Man. Yeah. Yeah. It was a genius, absolutely genius stroke, I think, to have villains from an alternate universe that yes. weren't yeah. from the Marvel U that we know. Yes. So, yeah, like, yeah. anything goes. And yeah. they're almost yeah. unkillable as well. You know, yeah. Yeah, it took yeah. forever to... to but, when we but it's do, not yeah. steeped in like an insane amount of... But what of I like, love is know. when they bring in the villains, you know, they are literally the hound dogs yeah. of the bad guys. So yes. you know, she's got them like on leashes, like, like all these rhino goblins. and stuff yeah. like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's so no, clever. But just to become your point, Dave, I think that's absolutely right. Mm. The, the fact that you don't need any background. You don't need to know, oh yeah, this villain did this to him at this point mm. and did this to him at this point and that's why he's got a vendetta against him yeah. and that kicks it off. A new- or keeping them alive. Exactly. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And so a new reader can just jump in and go, Right, it's every Spider-Man ever. I dig this. Yeah, you know, and which is kind of what I did. Like, I mean, I, I caught up really quickly on the the ones before. And yeah, I've read Spider-Man books before, but I've not read every Spider-Man book no. in history, and I haven't read every version of these characters and whatnot. Mm. But you know, I I knew of Spider-Man twenty ninety nine. I knew of um, Spider Pig, Peter Porker yeah. Spider, the spectacular <laughs> Spider, <laughs> Spider, Spider, Spider Ham, Spider Ham, that's right. Yeah, no, not not to be confused with Spider Pig, Spider Pig. <laughs> Does whatever a spider pig does. Can he swing from a web? No, we can't. He's a pig. Look out, he is a spider pig. <laughs> Not to be confused with that spider pig. <laughs> they should have referenced that in the, in the book. <laughs> <laughs> when you yeah. look up the spider ham entry in uh, Wikipedia, it's got kind of like a version of spider pig appeared in the Simpsons movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, so you actually, there was this great bit of Gabriel de Otto art that was released when they announced the event. And if you know that name, he's the guy that does the spine art on mm. all the official Marvel graphic novels. And you 
see it's got to be dozens and dozens of Spider-Men in there. It's such a good artwork too. It, like, it's brilliant. And I think some of those were released as covers that were kind of interconnecting covers as well because I think uh, Amazing Spider-Man 14's cover uh, was one of these. Although I don't yeah. see Spider-Gwen. No, but I think she might have been being kept secret. Yeah, I think they kept a few yeah. secrets in there because I don't see Silk either. Silk is not in there either because no. that's all the Spider-Man. Mm. It's a Spider-Monkey. And we hardly saw <laughs> Iron Spider. He like died in like Superior Spider-Man or something <laughs> like true. that. That's I like, true. I like those kind of yeah. one-offs, Nicholas. I like the ones that were in there because you mentioned to me before the show that, that um, – some of your favorite ones were in the edge of the Spider Verse stuff. Yeah, that they came along before. Yeah, that like this creepy uh, comic book of uh, the guy yeah, who turns yeah, into yeah. like a spider and starts was, eating uh, Mary Jane and stuff like that. <laughs> I'll, I'll find yeah, which one I think it was like Edge of Spider Verse. <laughs> they got away don't with don't some any, absolute crazy stuff. Don't get any dirty yeah. thoughts about eating Mary Jane. They've been sitting oh, there for about twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> It was actually. It was. I remember Kirsten Dunst. It, it had it had the best cover too. It was like um, Edge of Spider Verse number four. I yeah. walked with a spider. <laughs> I loved it. It's got this really retro cover, but some great characters were introduced into that Edge of the Spider Verse series, including Spider Gwen, yeah. mm. uh, which was effectively the return of Gwen Stacy in the best possible way. Yeah, because yeah. her alternate universe was. She got the spider powers and <laughs> yeah. she couldn't save Peter and she's been racked with guilt. And, then, ever and there's since. that wonderful interchange between her and our Peter. Yes. Where he says, I couldn't save you. She goes, I couldn't save you. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's great. That how, might come up again later. Dave. I think it's great how they're all, they're all so precious of her. It's like, oh, we have to save Gwen. We have to save Gwen. It's like, yeah, you know, like the yeah, goblins yeah, are trying yeah. to attack her it's, and stuff. It's yeah. true. It's like during the final <laughs> yeah. battle, it's kind of like, uh, oh, no, you stay here. Yeah. And it's kind of like, yeah. look, I got spider powers, dude. You know, I'm going out and this. I'm one of you now. And I think that's like, there's so many different, different interpretations of the spider concept and you always get these these ideas like you know what if like we were talking about it before with uh, multiversity mm. you know like what if he was born in in you know soviet russia and what if he was you know, I, think, I think it may have aunt strayed a became... little bit far when mm. aunt may was spider-man spider-man was brilliant yeah, that was awesome. i love yeah. that and, and i love on um, the the Funny papers strip. Yeah, well, that was of brilliant. One of my, yeah. one of my favorite <laughs> issues. In fact, we, we're doing this top five things later on, so I won't spoil it. But mm, uh, no. uh, that may or may not make it. A yeah, it may or may not make it. <laughs> all, all that stuff, all that stuff. I, whether it was the '60s yeah, cartoon, whether it was the yeah. comic strip, whether it was the Japanese one, they they yeah. aped the style, and I yeah. love that about this. Like when they were in the Spider-Man Noir, which was in oh, black and yeah. white. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love it when he comes in. He's still in black and white. Yes, and everybody the, else the is in color. Spider-Man. So what were you going to say, Nicholas? Oh, I just love how Morlem reacts to the um, yeah to the um, issue ones. Like, oh, in the, uh, the, the the strip ones, the strip ones. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he's like, yeah. you seem to be in a time loop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why are you repeating yeah. yourself? <laughs> I, love, you I love like when you first hear the idea of Spider Verse, you're like, that's ridiculous, and yeah. then you read it, and it is ridiculous, and it's genius. <laughs> and it's, I think that's because like Dan Slott just got away with anything. And I think yeah. this is the thing: yeah. Dan Slott like, cops a lot of crap. And because we, when he first, when he first announced Superior Spider-Man, we went, right, that's it. I'm, I'm out. out. <laughs> you know, and then. But Mom- he also wrote Dave's favorite story though. Which, which was Spider Island. Spider Island. Uh, <laughs> I'm <shout> out. <laughs> shout out to you, Mike from Canada. Um, but, but yeah, Nicholas was saying- People you, send him like hate mail and stuff for that. Yeah. yeah. But Nicholas said was going to die. <laughs> well, you said to us yeah. throughout the whole process, like, you should probably read this. Yeah, and then we finally actually, did. I was really, I was, I was really like, mad. "Oh, this is good." What What is interesting is that <laughs> I was actually really mad at that. But then when I heard Peter Parker was coming back, I was like, "Okay, yeah, yeah. So right. I was say, just enjoy yeah. it for what it is." Yeah. Yeah. We both, Nicholas and I, both who are Spider Man fans, basically when 
they said Octavius is going to take over. We both went, that's it. We're not interested in this. Yeah. We're just not interested. And we both stopped reading it completely. It was just like, not it. that's it. We're done. Yeah. We're done completely. I actually gave it a couple issues, but... Uh, I just kind of lost it for me, really. And then it came back, and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then it was actually yeah. really good. Yeah, Once you knew really there was good, an end point, yeah. Yeah. and you knew you knew Parker was coming back, you kind of went, okay, let's see what he did with it. Yeah. You yeah. Know? And, and, and given that Parker, when Parker did come back, it was such a heroic moment. Yeah. Such mm. a beautiful moment. He puts back on the old suit. And it's kind of like Amazing Spider-Man's back. And it's kind of like, they're the moments that if it was a cinema, you'd stand up and cheer, mm. yeah. you know. And that's that's what I live for in comics. I love that. And this book, oh, this Marvel series. should just fold in Spider-Pig into all of the, the Spider-Ham. MCU. Spider-Ham should be <laughs> Spider-Ham. everything. Um, actually, there was also a animated series that came out there. As I mentioned, the Ultimate, uh, web, mm. uh, Ultimate Spider-Man Web a Warriors. Spider-Ham web And series? while we're talking <laughs> about Spider-Ham, uh, I'll play this because it's actually a four-part series where they changed the story a little bit. It was the Goblin going through time, grabbing oh. DNA samples from all the different Spider-Men. But they still ended up coming together with seven or eight Spider-People, um, including Spider-Man Noir. It's a black and white episode. And uh, they did a, a Spider-Ham uh, one in there and they did um, Spider-Girl. And, and I think there was a steampunk one in there as well. So it was really, really, really cool. But this is... Um, uh, Peter Parker from the Ultimate Spider-Man universe meeting. Oh, they did Miles Morales as well. Right. Um, and they, this is Peter yeah, Parker from the that. cartoon universe meeting aforementioned character. This costume looks like it was designed for a pig. Okay, you found me out. The name's Porker, Peter Porker, aka Spider Ham. That figures. Let me guess. You got your powers from a radioactive spider bite. A uh, spider bite? Yes. Radioactive? No. Seems the critter fell into a batch of my Aunt May's super vitamin enriched wheat kickback. Somehow the vitamins in the batter transferred the spider's abilities to me. I pledged to use my powers for good and even joined the Avengers. But then everything changed. <laughs> what kind of hero is a spider ham? Sounds more like a spider fail to me. He made Spider-Ham sound like a failure. Every creature believed it. And soon, so did I. From that moment, I was Spider-Ham no more. And that's what I love about it. That's what the book does as well. It takes those classic moments in Spider-Man history and gives you an alternate spin on them, which is like the first, which is kind of what the, what we're complaining about with this upcoming Secret Wars, which in fact, Spider-Verse will, will be seen again. Um, oh, really? Secret Wars. Yeah, I didn't hear about that. Uh, yeah, that's one of the. You know how they're doing like all different worlds yeah, yeah. based oh, yeah. on different crossover events. Spider Verse will be one of the the worlds. Oh, cool. There'll be like this sort of Arachnia section of Battle World. So um, are they going back to Loom World, or I don't know exactly. Okay. I mean, we'll find out. You know, mid year, we'll find out after Free Comic Book Day, I guess, mm. um, when all that stuff happens. But. Uh, we are making a valiant attempt to stay closer to our regular scheduled times this week. So I think what we we all did and sat down before. Can I just bring up just one little thought on this before no, we, before no, we move on? No. I know we're going to get to our list, but I just want to bring this up because I just have to just offer one voice of dissent. <laughs> oh, here uh, we go. Because this is what I do. I'm old. Remember? Um, so I actually really enjoyed this. So before I go any further, I should preface this by saying I really enjoyed this. It actually took me a few issues to get into it, but once mm-hmm. I got into it, I actually got into it. The problem, the, not, not even a problem, the little niggle I had with this book, I think stemmed from the concept of the, uh, the weaver. 
Mm. and the web of destiny and the, all of this sort of stuff because i kind of i grew up with spider-man and you got to remember that in the 80s 70s and 80s spider-man was a street level hero was was madam web in the comics nope. no okay it's not until oh, well, i think she was but not until like the 90s yeah after so, the cartoon so then. after all that yeah. change but when i was reading spider-man spider-man was literally a superpowered version of daredevil he was in the streets, he was. All of his villains were those kind of villains. He wasn't. He was never involved in the big cosmic stuff. He was never involved with the Avengers. In fact, there was one very famous issue where he went to the Avengers because he wanted to join them, and they actually ran him through tests. And in the end, they said, "No, we can't use you. You're too much of a loner." And they, <laughs> and they wouldn't take him on as an Avenger. And so I always. That's one of the things I loved about Spider-Man was he was always kind of this outsider trying to do good. By putting it into the context of Spider-Verse, the problem I had was not the, the idea of lots of different variations of Spider-Man. That's all fine because every different universe will have a different Spider-Man. The problem I had was kind of insinuating that the spider power is like the speed force from DC where it's all actually held together by the, this weaving web and everything was predestined. And I just kind of didn't sit that well with me. Mm. Um, I like the book as a whole. I like the the storyline as a whole. It's just whenever we got to the Master Weaver stuff, I kind of went. Eh. The 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 only response I have to that, and I can see your point, but the response I have to that is that it, it is another multiverse, and 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 I guess you know, yeah, sure. From the Marvel six one six, the original Marvel universe, mm. they may not be all connected to a, a big web thing. But, you know, from their point of view, that and you got the impression that that's how they these inheritors saw the world. That's and yeah. their their impression might have been false, in fact. Yeah, they I, were just, I just thought they were portals. They were just other, portals, yeah, universes. Ooh, and they were just yeah. this is how they were they'd they'd built this whole religion around almost around, you know, uh, the web and the great weaver and everything. The great weaver was actually seemed to just be a person who was working against them half the time. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I think that's that's the really that's the really interesting well, thing about it. Because he was actually it, a know. spider. The he weaver was a is spider. Actually, so he's actually being captured by the uh, inheritors. And his yeah. power was just opening up portals yeah. to other worlds. So they'd built because they'd been doing this for we don't know how long, millennia, we guess. Mm. Um, because they could they were basically immortal and they, they lived off off the essence of spider people. So I think, you know, it wasn't so much introducing the concept of a great web to it as a group of people with a really nutty religious viewpoint um, who who happened to be feasting on the spiders and it was just a great excuse to bring them all together. Mm, I you guess know? so. That, that's how I saw it anyway. Yeah, yeah. I say, um, it, was a, it was a minor niggle, but it was just... I kind of sometimes feel like they stretch themselves a little bit far to try and yeah. find the ties. And just interesting enough, I looked at Madame Webb. She was introduced as early as 1980. I didn't think it was that early either. I don't think it was that no, early. No, but remember. different versions of her appeared. Yeah, I think she, look, look, years, I vaguely yeah. remember mentions of her, but she was kind of a fortune teller. She, that's yeah, all. no, she was, she was a clairvoyant. She wasn't the, yeah. the clip I played before from the 90s cartoon. She sort of turned up as this enigmatic yeah, yeah, I kind remember of thing. That. Yeah, and yeah. for me, because that was a big formative thing for my Spider-Man when I was, you know, well, I guess that was almost 20 years ago. So when I was a teenager, mm. uh, exactly, when I was exactly your age, Nicholas, I, <laughs> I um, uh, that was kind of my vision of what Spider-Man was. And they did all those classic stories and then kind of, dovetailed into their own little ending. Mm. Which that, was, that's which what my nice. um, vision of Spider-Man was for years. That and the movie yeah. is what I based Spider-Man off of. Exactly. You know, so, I like, And I think that's the great thing about Spider-Verse, yeah. before we get into our list, is that everybody's version of Spider-Man is absolutely right. That's true. You know? What, a Grant, what a Grant Morrison way of looking at it. <laughs> so what we <laughs> it's all, all did... Real. So what, it's all real. It's all <laughs> of good. Of course it is. Now, what we did was, because we did this with Civil War, where we talked about the top moments in the book, um, but we actually based that on the... the the top 10 moments that they said. But what we thought we'd do is we'd go around and talk about our own 
top five moments before we get on to a little bit of listener feedback. Um, and shall I start? Sure, why not? And we'll go through it. And then we'll go me, Nicholas, David, and Dave. What sure. do you reckon? Are we going one by one? Or no, together? we'll just do them all on one hit because otherwise it'll take forever. Okay. Um, so my top five um, ended up being one of them was the, I mentioned before, the Edge of the Spider-Verse stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and number five was uh, when they had Evangelion and Akira characters just turning <laughs> up in the spy double slash DR story and Edge of Spider-Verse. Yeah, and the Akira five. motorbike was in the background. And the Akira motorbike. Yeah. And he actually had the jacket with the pill on the back of it. Yeah. And all the Evangelion kids were in the same classroom to the girl who, because she's basically uh, drives a giant, you know, robot. A mecha spider. Mecha spider bat. And look, I've cheated here slightly because I tied that with something from around the same era, which is in Superior Spider Man, I think number thirty-two, where he's just calling them all together for the first time and says, "Right, let's let's yeah. do this." And I, and oh, that's right. No, he says like, you know, oh, thank you for making me the first part of your group. And he goes, "Oh, you think you're the first, do you?" And mm. this whole, you know, raft of Spider Men are, are laid out before them. So I really, I really like uh, those two moments. They kind of dovetail at the same time for me. Uh, number four was um, Spider Ham just knocking out a guy towards the very end. He just, <laughs> yeah. he just says it does this, and it's really big cartoon hit. Yeah. And Peter Parker is there going, "Wow, that just happened!" You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, naked ham, yeah, yeah. And uh, huge one for me. And it was kind of like I think I remember telling you when we read like a saga issue when they revealed the King Robot, mm. and I just had to put the comic down and laugh for five minutes. It was when the robot uh, Leopardon arrived from the Japanese yes. Spider Man because oh, I love that so stuff. Yeah. And it's just the arrival of that. And I think it's Amazing Spider Man 12. And he's just, and I'm just like, this is brilliant. Like, this is the greatest thing I've ever read. Um, you mentioned before, David, my number two is the Peter and Gwen moments where they're kind of interchanging there because I'm an old softie, so um, yeah, I yeah. love that stuff. And my number one moment had to be, and it was in uh, Spider-Verse team-up number two, then when they visited the 1967 cartoon, oh, yeah. and it was, um, we, can, we, can, we can share some, um, when we, and it was basically Ultimate Spider-Man from the cartoon series, Miles Morales from Ultimate Spider-Man in the 67 um, cartoon series and he says something like oh snap and that's right He Miles Morales pulls off his mask <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. and, and he says oh snap don't tell me spider madman um, is old fashioned in bad ways too <laughs> and I just love that moment the whole 67 ba- yeah. uh, Spider-Man thing I, like when he goes, so so I can speak his language <laughs> I can speak- <laughs> why does it have six windows <laughs> what it, building has six windows it is absolutely brilliant and I love that stuff and that's what I loved about this whole series it kind of yeah. sums up everything I love about this series Nicholas what you love all right um my top five were uh was sorry i just the microphone's in my all right um i like spider woman pretending to be moreland's bride i thought that was pretty funny <laughs> yeah that was yeah. cool yeah the whole, the whole, whole spider part, woman yeah. thing was, that was great. awesome actually. Yeah. yeah with the portal yeah. and like putting the scroll through the portal yeah yeah. yeah yeah it was so good and um I like I like baby spider head. Remember, it's like when he was pretending to be a baby. <laughs> yeah, towards the very. Yeah. Oh, that's really, yeah, really cool. That was really that funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> I also said the um, comic strip as we were saying earlier. Yep. Yeah, that was really good. That uh, was one of the best moments. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Japanese Spider Man, like just the whole team of Japanese. Sp- it's like there's like, more of them than I thought. Yeah, it was like five of them. It's like they're all like talking to each <laughs> other. There's that one line yeah. where he says, "Why are there so many Japanese Spider Man?" <laughs> <laughs> And like they're all talking in Japanese to each other. No one else could understand them. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. And of course, sixties uh, Spider-Man. Me too. I, I can't high five you from over here, but I would if I the could. The only building with a sign is all I can say. That's what I was about to say. 
All right, so I've got. Uh, I'm, I'm just going to start this list by just saying MVP of this series, most valuable player, Jessica Drew. You're a little, little bias going in there, Dave. <laughs> no, because because my num- my number one favorite moment is where she's pretending to be sick. Can can we just say quickly because we you both mentioned Jessica Drew and Spider Woman. It fi- the Spider Woman number one finally makes sense. Yes, uh, yeah. as a result and of Spider Man, the Spider Woman. First four issues are no. fantastic. Yeah, yeah, they are. Once They're you really put them in, in the context, yeah. in the yeah. context. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to say, uh, so MVP is definitely Spider Woman is Jessica Drew because my number one favorite moment is where she's feigning to be sick with Moreland. Right. And she's basically mm-hmm. going, I'm going to go to the toilet, and there's that one line <laughs> where he goes, "If I never have to hear about your toilet, again. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> you're just on the toilet again." I'll be happy. Um, my number two is, of course, the comic strip, which is like the old newsprint comic strip where they they start to yeah. repeat, and all the fact is, it's faded from existence because it was unstable. <laughs> That's right, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, my number three is actually not a moment, but a run, yep. which has got to be the Scarlet Spiders. Mm. Scarlet mm. Spiders, that run. Oh, that was a really good one. With Kane yeah. and yeah. everything. That was just it's fantastic. only three issues. Three issues yeah. with really satisfying yeah. finale. My only gripe fantastic. is that the um, cover for the last issue, Gives it, it was away. obviously Ben Riley who died. Yeah. It was so yeah. obvious about that. Yeah. Um, then I'm going to have to say number four is, of course, 60s World. Uh, the 60s Spider-Man is oh. genius. And I love it when he says, we've been swinging for ages. Why do we feel like we're passing <laughs> the same buildings constantly? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so good. Yeah. <laughs> what building is six windows wide? Um, <laughs> uh, number five is, of course, Naked Spider-Ham. So, <laughs> 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 um, and I've also got an honorary mention, which is number Ooh. six, which is Punisher 2099. <laughs> yes. Oh, I yeah. forgot about, about that. Punisher 2099. Yeah, right. Punisher yeah. 2099. Well done. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> can, can I just also say that, that Spider-Man 2099 <laughs> is now on my must-read list uh, yes. every month. Yeah. Uh, as a uh, I've been reading Spider-Man 9, uh, 2099 since the beginning. I also want to just mention one thing as well, which is not on the list, but just as a continuation. Yes. In the, um, the wrap-up to this, yeah. Spider-Woman issue number four, yes. which has actually got nothing to do with Spider-Verse, no. but it's the conclusion of her her story from that yes. yeah. is a fantastic issue where it, she goes to talk to Steve Rogers and and yeah. Carol as well and Carol yeah what Carol a, what an amazing issue of just character work and to me that would have been a great issue one for her series yes. if it started after yeah I thought that absolutely. was absolutely yeah. they had some great dialogue in that one as well Dave's mm-hmm. top five uh, okay so the first one I have is from Amazing Spider-Man number twelve which is Cowboy World and um, yeah. and, <laughs> oh, and not to mention the Spider Car oh and, the Spider Car the it's Web been Warriors for us, but it's amazing. It's like I used to have toys exactly like yeah. that and, where and Spider-Man yeah. would just- I, also love, I also love it that every time the ultimate Spider-Man would actually, the ultimate cartoon Spider-Man yeah. Yeah. would turn and talk straight to frame and yeah. they go, what's he oh, doing? Oh, so good. Yeah. 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 When they were entering the cartoon universe, he like sort of pops in and does, and does yeah. like a little aside yeah. thing and, they go, and he just says, what was that? And he goes, it happens from time yeah, to time. Just- <laughs> it happens all the time in the cartoon, yeah. The, the next one I have is, um, I can't remember what issue it is, but it's the newspaper comic strip world. Yeah. Yes. Because yeah. like when I was a kid, I actually used to cut out the Phantom <laughs> and stick them together in a big book. I did that and with Peanuts yeah. strips. Oh, okay, yeah. fair yeah. enough. And they really do read like yeah. that. Exactly. Yeah, because they have to continually remind. Yeah. 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 Like every issue is your first issue. <laughs> sure. Every panel is your first panel. I love more those going, didn't you just say that? <laughs> Are you stupid? <laughs> um, next is just Silk in general. Yeah, yes. the character of Silk is amazing. Well done. Yeah, she's and a then um, next, I've got Spider Gwen. Oh yeah, just for me, Spider Gwen totally worked. I'm one of those people that just yeah. everything that she said was amazing. Good everything things. she did was amazing. The way she was drawn was amazing. It's good it's thing just, she's getting her own series. I next can't week. wait for and, it. And yeah. I, what what to... made Spider Gwen? Sorry, Nick. What yeah, made Spider Gwen so special for me was that 
when she first appeared, you could tell there was something interesting going on. But we know as readers that she became a huge hit. Yeah. And so how Dan Slott and all those guys decide to approach it was that every time she comes on screen, everyone just reacts to how famous she is. And, yeah. and there's, a, there's a big deal made yeah. about it. And in fact, her first appearance after the edge of it says it's got an editor's note, which says like, finally or something or like yeah, your yeah. favorite your favorite <laughs> yeah. spider gwen yeah. <laughs> yeah and and i have to remind you guys that you guys are like smashing like spider gwen when you first heard that it was becoming yeah a, well, a, we thought a, it was a dumb yeah. idea yeah. absolutely that's yeah. precisely Just why it works so well. a lot of dance <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 it doesn't yeah. work in concept i, w- I, w- I would just wish becky clunan would be doing Sp- yeah. spider gwen yeah it'd be amazing yeah um and, number, and my one. number one is funny because it was on your list dave i was surprised you had it on your list too it was um the entire run of scarlet spiders yeah oh, yeah. yeah just like an amaze amazing comic book just in general. How good a character yeah. is Kane, though? It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the whole run was perfect. We could have done the whole run on its own, I And think. how good yeah. is clone Jessica Drew, yeah. Spider-Woman? Yeah. I just, uh, Black I just, Widow. I, I've, got a, I've got a note on here, just the, co- the covers of Scarlet Spider in particular, yeah. and the covers of the event in general are amazing. But Scarlet Spider's, the depiction of Johnny Storm is, oh, yes. is maybe oh, the yes. best. And I've written down the artist's name, Paco Diaz. I've not heard of him, but the art in that book is Next level, and how and good? How the, good? Uh, Johnny Storm just looks incredible. Like, look it up now, yeah, now yeah. if you're listening. Yeah, yeah. No, no, Scarlet Spiders is is fantastic. Three issues in and out, really fast. But you do need the rest of Spiders. Yeah, you do. To context, but it is such a good but it's read. So tight that if you scrunched it up, you probably never, have a diamond. And let me in just say, hand. I have yeah. never been a fan of the clones. I've never been a fan mm. of the Spider clones. I've never been a fan of any of that storyline. But for some reason, this worked. I love yeah. how they actually you know? even say like, um, this is. It's a clone thing. We have to do it. You know? yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, we're going out to the yeah. clone factory. It's a clone thing. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Uh, Dave, uh, Dave's holding up at one of the spider. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's number two if you want to look yeah. it up on your phone. All three covers are brilliant. Two and three are my two favourite covers because three is just this minimalist kind of like heartbeat thing with yeah. one, one of the characters flatlining. Yeah. As I said, I've said my opinions on that. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. That is just but it's a piece actually, of art. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's good. Um, yeah, and the Johnny Storm stuff is just... It's yeah. just Can I also out. point out there's another moment I loved and this is not didn't make my list, but another moment I love is where Jessica Drew finally breaks out and Mary Jane is the head of security. And yeah. she goes, you can't be here. And Jessica Drew just... Punches her. <laughs> it's, there's so many, and we, we should say on our Facebook page um, where I was talking about uh, this series, and we got asked by Ross McLeod. He said, "What are the must reads for this?" And I said, "Look, you can you can get away with reading Amazing Spider-Man eight through fourteen and nothing else, and you'll get the main story, but you won't get the best. But stuff. like all events, you get the best stuff in the tie ends. And as we said with Civil War, yes, it's 130 issues with that." But you get you, 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 the read is so much richer. Yeah. Uh, Spider Verse is only thirty issues. It's not a huge. Yeah, read. If that, yeah. yeah, it's like I almost didn't read Scarlet Spiders, but then I'm glad I did. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. So, so things like Scarlet Spiders, as we said, the Spider Woman stuff is gold. Oh, Spider Woman stuff is brilliant. You know. Now we'll talk quickly about Silk, Silk. that yeah. came out this I'll, week. Uh, Silk is is the first sort of continuation of Spider Verse. Um, and it has. This is the character who, when we haven't mentioned this yet, who was the second person to be bitten by the radioactive spider. Yeah, the retcon is, and then hidden yeah. in a bombshell for ten years. It is a retcon, yeah. but it's a clever one. Yeah, I know that's um, what I mean. Yeah, yeah and it's and it's really really well done. And I love the fact that all throughout the series they have this um, unbearable attraction to each other. So yeah, they're always so trying good. to hump each other's legs. The only issue, the only issue I had with Silk, the only issue yeah. I had with Silk was I found the believability that she can just weave. 
give herself a perfect costume. Well, she's had nothing to do. She hasn't been fighting villains. But it's in color. How did she get the colors? Because she's awesome. <laughs> but she has different powers to Spider-Man. No, yeah. I know. Yeah. And, and I can understand she could weave some clothing together, yeah. but not... A perfect costume with colors and everything she's, else. She's, she's quite that's the, clever. That's the only issue I had. Everything else about the character I adore. She weaves clothes. I think she's fantastic. <laughs> it's like the same way that inspired Superman 4. Ultraman came out of the, clo- out of the sun wearing clothes. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yes, but that's Superman 4 and that's a special case. You know yeah. that? <laughs> the, uh, look, I, I think... Uh, I almost want to say this is comics. I, I Look, can, can we just say it? Mm. Can, can, can uh, we, we do we, it? We, we could say it, but I can't. You can't find it. <laughs> this can, is can, comics <laughs> 101. Yeah, no, Why but can't I find it? I think oh. I'll be happy to say that if if you can manage to read Edge of Spider-Verse up through, oh, through yeah. to the yeah. end. Yeah. Like, oh, if you, wait, if you wait. read the whole thing. If you read all 30 issues. This is comics. 101. If you only read Spider-Man issues, whatever it is, you don't get 101. Yeah. Yeah. You don't get a gold star. You don't get a gold star. Yeah, but if you don't like read regular comics, it's not really comics 101 though. Just, Oh, yeah, it's, like, I mean, it's a really good comic book. That's but like, true. It's not like Spider-Man Blue where you can just read it without mm. anything but else. We did also say with Spider-Man yeah. Blue, you got more out of it if you knew your Spider-Man yeah, history true. as well. Yeah, so yeah. same same thing with this. Yeah. But I think, uh, as Dave was pointing out before, there's a lot more accessibility issues with this because mm. this was designed to be a big and mass put it this market. Way, I didn't read all of Superior Spider-Man. Nope. I only read the very early ones of Superior Spider-Man, but I didn't feel like I missed a thing. You mm. dolt. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, it's, it's awesome this yeah. event because it's not like any other events you've ever read. No. no. You know, it's like, it, I think they it's have, been... it, it definitely feels like they have complete freedom just to do whatever they want. And it yeah. feels like it's yeah. in its own little, you know, no, yeah. ever, nobody else is coming to the party. No. Yeah. <laughs> it's been the funnest event I've read in like months. Yeah. Ages. Yeah. Ages. Yeah. I've read in months. Yeah. And I, and I yeah. think this is what. This is what takes us all by surprise. Yeah. It's a fun event. Yeah. yeah. You know, and we just walked away going, oh, I want with, some- With a great sense of humor. I want more yeah. of that. Yeah. I'm reading um, Blackest Night at the moment. That hasn't got a sense of humor. No, exactly. Yeah. But it's like, it's it's an event that has to be like 80 issues. Yeah. yeah. You know? And yeah. And so like, it's funny because this is only 30 issues. Yeah. yeah. And you're in and out, you know? Yeah. That said, we also praise the hell out of Civil War for its 130 That's issues. true. But yeah. I, also to be fair, I'm loving Green Lantern. So yeah, it wasn't- Criticizing the long events, we're just saying for somebody who just wants to come in and read this Mm. and doesn't want to have all the baggage, you don't actually have to. You can, I think this is coming out in trade, and you can just get the amazing Spider Man trade, or you can get the one that's kind of like they do with the companion, and you can get one that's got everything in it. I think uh, an omnibus of all 30 issues would be a must buy if they, if they, I have to say though, that following this, I will be reading. Funnily enough, maybe not going back to Amazing Spider-Man. I'd kind of come come in and out of Amazing mm-hmm. Spider-Man, but I will definitely be reading Silk. Mm-hmm. I will definitely be reading Spider-Woman. Mm-hmm. Um, Spider-Gwen. 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 Well, first issue's out yeah. next week. We'll see what yeah, they do I'll with it. Yeah, I'll have a look at Spider-Gwen. Yeah. You know? yeah. So it's really interesting. A lot of the side effects of this yes. yeah. I want to read. And now I want um, something with those other spiders. Mm-hmm. I have, want the Web Warriors. <laughs> they did have other books with the Scarlet Spiders in it because mm-hmm. Ben Riley yeah. had a book. and, and uh, Scarlet so Spider's been running for a while. Yeah. Um, um, but I think it's come to an end now. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I think, I think this yeah. has done the same to me. I'm, I'm pulled now onto all of them, onto yeah. all the Spidey books. It is a multiverse, Dave. They could still revive so. that book. That's Future's right. End did this, <laughs> the same thing to me. Was too, it like actually yeah. Earth 616's Ben Wright? Yeah, it was. Mm. <laughs> it was. They actually, went to, they actually said 616 and, on the comic book. And can yeah. I just say, <laughs> can I just say thank you for not like folding Aunt May and like, um, Uncle Ben back into the story in big yeah. ways. I actually oh, like the fact that they, they left so Spider-Man behind. For, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Spider-Ben. Because they so could have just had Uncle Ben back, folded yeah. in. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> I like the. He's fact not dead anymore. Actually, so now that's, I, I don't need responsibility. That was <laughs> that was a really interesting thing though when he meets a version of Uncle Ben who's mm. basically shirked his responsibility. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that was a really powerful moment for Peter, and still bailed. Mm. And then the person who actually snapped them both back into line was uh, Superior Spider-Man yeah. Otto, just going yeah. just. You've, you and and giving him this, just reading him this drill, Sergeant Act, and and Peter's like, okay, fine, actually, wow. Yeah. 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 Oh, there was one yeah. thing going, okay. One thing yeah. we okay, didn't mention enough. was that this has like the most death in a comic book in yes. ages. Yeah, it's <laughs> like <laughs> Spider-Man <laughs> die all the time. Would you <laughs> say it's full of carnage? Uh, <laughs> I would say it's bug nuts. Oh. There's, there's <laughs> a one panel which has got the uh, Moreland's family sitting at the dinner table. Yeah. And there's oh, that was disturbing. carcasses laid yeah. out on the table yeah. and they're waiting to eat. It's like a... Uh-huh. There's a moment <laughs> that almost made my, my top five but it just skirted out was when it just shows you Civil War era Spider-Man just with yeah. all these bullet holes in him. <laughs> <laughs> well, at the time you think it's bullet holes. It turns out it's... It's, it's that, like, the, the, that spear thing. The spear thing. thing yeah. But yeah. yeah. Oh, that was it. a cool issue too, the start yeah. of it, where it just like all these Spider-Men are dying in brutal yeah. ways. It's yeah. a great way to start a book. Yeah. Look, um, I I think we should wrap this puppy up because... Um, My spider senses are starting to tingle. <laughs> and, I, and I think I hear a girl coming around Oh, a girl, a girl, a girl. Yes, I have a girl. Oh, God, oh wait, actually, before you play the girl... Oh, oh you're playing the girl. <laughs> uh, it's time to introduce a new section called... It's John D's geek-related challenge, or something. <laughs> uh, we got we got some mail from our good mate John D, who gave us the challenge last week during our live show, which we should say was a great success. We had so much fun, and thanks again to Good Games. We'll be back there on the 11th of March. So if you're in the Sydney area on 11th of March at 7:30, go and find yourself at Good Games Hurstville. And, we'll be and doing um, a live show. should we announce that we're giving out on $200 to everybody that? No, 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 no. Oh, we should keep that a secret. Yeah, no. Not, not, big, not money, but worth yeah, value. Let the big, cat out big, of the bag. A big, big asterisk. asterisk oh. We're not actually giving you no. Oh, oh, yeah. Except for the free hats. $200 <laughs> worth, of, worth of subjective entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> what, about, what about the free puppies? No, no, no. No free no, puppies. No, no free puppies. The three of us have two hands each, so we can offer something. No. <laughs> Before the music runs out, um, he gave us a challenge and it was basically sent us a photo of like build, build a team. And the team had to be made up of one magic user, two powerhouses, one merc, one telepath, and one gunner. Now, for his selections, he chose for his magic user, Zentana, of course, uh, or Zatana rather. Uh, for his two powerhouses, John Stewart as a Green Lantern, and uh, Supergirl. Hey, girl. Um, for his merc, of course, he chose Green Arrow. Um, for his telepath, he chose the Martian Manhunter, mm-hmm. and for his gunner, he chose the Huntress. So I've taken, okay. so I've, I've taken, you know, uh, gunner then to mean anybody but projectile weaponry, projectile, well, yeah. a distance weaponry, distance weaponry. Yeah. So, with that in mind, my magic team up um, is John Constantine, was my magic user, okay, because uh, he's a bit of a magpie right, when it comes to magic. He steals a bit from everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, my two powerhouses, because I thought they were interesting, and one of them's kind of a magic user was Shazam, um, and the other one was Wonder Woman. Because oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, I thought I needed, you know, I thought she'd be great on the team. My Merc couldn't be anybody else but Deathstroke. Uh, yeah. Now, with my Telepath, I wrote down John John's Martian Manhunter, and I thought about it. I thought, no, I, I need another girl on this team, so I went with Miss Marsha. Uh, Miss, ah, Miss, Miss Martian. Miss Martian, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Not Miss Marsha. Because she's being washed. I was going to say, I hadn't heard of Miss Martian. <laughs> she's, been, <laughs> she's being washed. And my Gunner, of course, was Green Arrow. 
Of uh, course, had to, had to do that. So that's that's my team, uh, Dave. What was yours? Uh, okay, I, I also did. Z- 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 I was going to say Zantana, <laughs> just because of you saying it before. I know, z- I, like yeah, because it's Santana, it, isn't it? The mu- Zatana. musician, Zatana, no, but the musician is Zatana. Zatana. Yeah, Zantana. Yeah, yeah, just because fishnets, and we all we all love fishnets. We love fishnets. Yeah, yeah. I did. Um, my my two powerhouses. They're they're a couple of characters. Not many people know, so it's a bit out of the box. But Superman and Batman together. Don't know them. I've just never heard of those characters. I really before. like that that combination when they work together. It's pretty cool. <laughs> wait, 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 Dave, Dave. They should make a movie about that. Hey, yeah. hey where they fight. Oh, yeah. actually, can I pose yeah. you guys a question after my list? Just yeah, really yeah, interesting yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, okay, uh, I for the is it Mercenary next? Yeah, Merc. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Deadshot, I did. Okay. I was gonna do Deathstroke, but then I just I kinda like Deadshot more, the look of him and stuff. And then telepath Emma Frost, because she's my favorite X-Men. Nice. Like, yeah. And then um uh for Mercenary, is it mer- no, no Gunner. 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 I did um the Punisher. Just cause of course. It's, yeah. So you're mixing your two universes together. Yeah. yeah. Okay, and to be no, fair, the photo that, that, that JD sent us had characters from both. So mm. I went pure yeah, DC because I'm a DC it, boy. Yeah. But but yeah, yeah, no, the, yeah. The, 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 there are there are no rules here. So do you I guys actually, want to do your list and yeah, I'll ask yeah, you this question? Yeah, question. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I actually did two lists. I did a Marvel and a DC, and I run through them really quickly. So first of all, for the Marvel list, I actually went Doc Strange for the Magic User. Yep. Uh, Captain Marvel for one powerhouse. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thor for the other powerhouse. Yeah. Uh, the Punisher as the Merc. Uh, Jean Grey as the telepath and Cyclops as the gunner. Nice. Oh, okay. Awesome. That's good. And yeah. then for yeah. DC, I said Doc Fate for the magic user, Superman and Power Girl as your two uh, powerhouses. Right. Uh, <laughs> I'll come back to the Merc in a minute. I did Grodd as my <laughs> telepath and Green Arrow as my gunner. And I decided just for a joke, my Merc is Grifter. Because <laughs> <laughs> every team needs a hanky, right? Because <laughs> Grifter might be killed by everybody else in that Absolutely. team. Yeah. <laughs> and then I just threw together very Suicide quickly <laughs> one, one more very quickly uh, DC and I thought you know what you could actually shrink this you could shrink this and say that the powerhouse uh, quite frankly I think is Power Girl you don't need a second one. <laughs> of course you well, Power There's girl. two powerhouses there, really. <laughs> Zatanna would be the magic user. Uh, Power Girl would also be the gunner. Heat yeah. vision. Uh, Martian well, I think Power Girl's already got the guns. <laughs> Mart- Martian Manhunter is your telepath and Lobo is your merc. So this Amazing. is the Power nice. Girl list, right? Nice. Yeah. And finally, Nicholas, your list all right, is... All right. all right, okay. So my magic user is Zatanna. Like, hey, nice. Days. My Merc is Deadpool. I'm surprised none, none of you picked him. I was going to do Deadpool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, telepath, Martian Manhunter. Um, heavy hitter, I picked Spider-Man. Hey, very yeah, good. Yeah, Spider-Man, yeah. Um, and the other one's Iron Man, heavy hitter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, Less, the lesser known ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like mine, just no names. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, for my gunner, I picked Green Arrow. Uh, of yeah. course. yeah. Wonder what kind of a scene I'm getting into. <laughs> that, that was, I think it was Green Arrow, as played by Homer Simpson. <laughs> now, Dave, your question. Oh yeah, yeah. No, sorry. Just I was just reminded of this. I was having a conversation with a friend. And I was going to ask you guys off air, but I wanted to ask you guys now because it's kind of suited for the show. Like a friend of mine who um is not really a comic book person, like doesn't really know, but kind of watches the movies and follows the blockbusters. Had asked me, you know, oh, what do you think of Batman and Superman: Dawn of Justice? And I was like, yeah, say it right. Dawn of Justice. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, But like, but he goes to me, why do Batman and Superman actually fight? 
And I was like really stumped. Go read Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. All I could answer was comics. Strikes again. Yeah. No, well, that's not a suitable answer, guys. Like, because you know, like, you got to explain it to someone that doesn't know comic books. Okay. Why did Batman and Superman the, fight? The, right? the basic look, we don't know what's going to happen in the movie, but the basic reason I always come up with is that they serve competing ideals. Superman's about truth, justice in the American way, all public and the light and open. That if you if you build mm. a hero, they will come, and you know if mm. if, if you show your face, everyone is is going to love you and and respect you eventually if you keep doing the right thing. Batman exists in the shadows. He's counter He's counter government. He works against... Mm. Uh, he, yeah, he's they're basically, actually very different. He, they, their value yeah. systems are completely opposed and at some mm-hmm. stage, the two of them are going to have to clash. Yeah, so, yeah. so this is... I, I provided you know, a similar response yeah. and my friend said, but why do they fight? In the case... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Why do they come to blows? In the, in they the, are in it's so cities. hard to answer. Yeah. In, in the ca- yeah. Well, in the case of Frank Miller's story, which is what looks like the movie is borrowing heavily from... Yeah. Uh, Basically, Batman being the rebel rouser that he is and being very anti-establishment, he, he, uh, Superman is sent in to basically shut him down. Mm. Um, and Batman doesn't take kindly Because he's this. a tool of the government. Because he's a tool of the government. So if we're working on that sort of principle, if we go with that sort of idea, it's that Superman is coming in to basically say to Batman, stop it. Yes, yeah, Superman's mm. on probation. So, <laughs> so Batman's going to be hired. Sorry? Batman will be hired in the movie, you guess. No, Batman will be hired. No, Superman, no, will, be Superman, Superman will be hired. Superman yeah. will be on probation mm. because he destroyed the city. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly right. He's doing community <laughs> service. <laughs> he's, he's cleaning it up. You've got seven thousand hours of community <laughs> service still left. No, now. but I mean, like the Richard's answer is the best one. It's, it's thank you. It's, it's an, an idea, answer. Yeah, it's an ideological yeah, difference. Yeah. Is what but it that, comes but to. yeah, but like yeah. Why but do still, they why do they fight? It's like you and I have ideological yeah. differences. I. For one, don't believe you should do that with a llama. But uh, <laughs> I've seen you take on the blows. Okay, before we wrap this before we go. before we wrap this puppy up. Oh, uh, uh, that's what Dave does. <laughs> before we wrap oh. this puppy up, we do actually have a voicemail. We do. We do. We have a voicemail now. Following suit with this list that we just went yeah. through, our friend Jamie over at Good Games sent this through. Hey team, it's Jamie calling behind the panels. I was really inspired by last week's question about the X Men and uh, had such a great time on the show that I thought I'd throw in another one and see what you guys could do with it on your own. So, it's the year 2022. Marvel is making its next Avengers movie, and the villain is Kang. He's going back in time. He's changing their origins. It gives us an excuse to have new new actors playing the characters. So, here's my question. What's your ideal Avengers team to take on Kang on the big screen? Have fun answering. So that's next week's question. That's next week's question. If you've got your, we're going to answer that next week at this point in the show. If you've got your own team, send it to feedback at behindthepanels.net and we'll read out some of those. Or you can call it through on 0280114167. You can be heard just like that. Yep. Uh, we can also just use Skype, our Skype ID, Geek Actually, all one word. Fantastic. Okay, so next week on the show, we're going to be looking at uh, Superman Earth One Volume 3. Uh, Follow further along. Eddie is a mouthful. <laughs> I'm the one who has to go. Plus, our kick-ass pick of the week. Um, but uh, so that's the th- obviously the third volume in the Jeff Johns uh, Elseworlds kind of stories mm-hmm. around Superman. So, which we enjoyed the first one. The first one was very much the basis for uh, Man of Steel. What's very interesting is I really liked the first one. The second one was a little bit weaker. Mm. So it'd be very interesting to go I back and heard see the third. Terrible things about the third one. Oh, so goody! We haven't I had am, good trashing in a while. No, I'm, I'm curious to see what that's like. So that's next week's one. The week after that, we're doing a, um, an image book called Starlight, which yep. we've talked about before. This is a Mark Millar book, and we're really enjoying it. And the week after that, if you want to get reading image? ahead, I thought, it was Mar- I thought it was Millar World. Uh, no, you're right. It is Millar World, which is out through Icon. My, yeah, my, 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 it's Icon. My. Sorry, I don't mean to press you on the show. 
I just, it would, wouldn't be the first time. But as you pointed out before, David, it's my show. So You've had enough to drink, <laughs> Dave. You've had enough. Ah, Last call. <laughs> he's, had, he's had like three quarters of a Jack and Coke. He's, he's doing okay. He can't handle um, it, Richard. <laughs> <laughs> you can't handle the Jack. The reason he stopped after the three quarters was we took it away from him. That's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> so that's your reading here if you really want to get ahead and you might have to if you want to read along with us uh, for our live next live show on March the get 11th started. <laughs> get started now because for some reason Jamie's making us read two volumes of the Graveyard book I, I don't know why because they're about 300 pages each mm. so, so I have to read about 400,000 I'm going to read as much as I can book. read and then just give up <laughs> unless it's really good Shh, don't tell Jamie that I'm, I'm, uh, oh, you know we're what? on live remember yeah, that's right I was going to say I could not read it and then wing it live <laughs> I would challenge you to do that guys guys well, my name is pulling the book club members up I'll, on stage um, go you tell us what happened I'll, I'll, guys, I'll guys, read as much as I can he's listening right now <laughs> probably well not right now he'll listen to this when it goes out in the feed well, you know, Jamie, right hi now. Jamie Jamie send us yeah. another voicemail letting us know we only can read the first one yeah because <laughs> I got a lot going on yeah, right now <laughs> I have a life although we did give volume two to Jow the other day so. <laughs> that's true so you got to go back and read the first one, Jow. <laughs> hope to see you there, man. You can win stuff again. You, actually, that's the thing. If you do turn up on the night, there will probably be prizes. We usually, yeah. usually prizes. Uh, if I not, say usually, it's only been one. one. Uh, well, we, no, we've done three live oh, shows. We've given out prizes on every show. Yes, every have. live show we've done. We've given and out Richard prizes. and Dave are going to dress up as Batman and Superman. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. finally, we, answer the question. We won't for say real. which Richard and Dave. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Richard Finkel and Dave Stewart down the road. <laughs> <laughs> so that is, I think, in there. I said what's happening next week. Yeah, you do. If, if yeah. not, go back, listen to the tapes. Whatever, we're not releasing this episode. You'll, you'll really <laughs> work it out. So, the lost episode. <laughs> until next week, you, you can go and check out the website to find out where you can find all of our stuff. We'll link to all of our stuff so there's no need to pimp it again. The one thing we do want you to do because it really helps us out is go to iTunes, leave some feedback, leave five stars. Just go, uh, go up to iTunes, search for Behind the Panels, leave five stars, leave a, a written rating and that we'll read those out on the show as well. That really, really helps us out. It takes about 10 seconds of your time uh, but it, it helps us in our um, iTunes rankings it moves us up we are in the top 100 visual arts podcasts in the world oh, so we would really? like to move further That's up awesome. the ranks in those as well so mm. uh, and we're not at the bottom so, <laughs> <laughs> so we're doing well and we want to keep moving up the ranks with that so very very excited by that uh, but until next week I'm Richard Gray I'm David McVeigh I'm Nicholas McVeigh. I'm David Longo. Unite the seven. (laughs) (laughs) Just need three more microphones. And this has been Behind the Panels. Different worlds, different Spideys, but one constant. No matter where, no matter when, Spider-Man matters. Behind the Panels is a production of geekactually.com. 